Hey there, what do you consider as the most valuable thing in life? Well, for Frederick Douglass, it was his freedom. Frederick Augustus Washington Bailey, later known by the name of Frederick Douglass, was an American abolitionist, a statesman, and a former slave. After escaping slavery in Maryland in 1838, Douglas decided to dedicate his life to fight for the emancipation of the black American slaves. Frederick Douglass was an exemplary writer and orator, and during his lifetime, he wrote three autobiographies, which includes The Narrative of the Life of Frederick Douglass, an American Slave. And that's the book that I'll be reviewing in this video. The other two autobiographies include My Bondage and My Freedom and Lives and Times of Frederick Douglass. The narrative of the life of Frederick Douglass was first published in Boston in 1845, and within the first four months of this book's release, 5,000 copies of this book were sold. In this book, Douglass shares his memories right from his early childhood to manhood, the countless struggles that he had to go through growing up as a slave, the strides that he made towards attaining literacy, and finally his emancipation from slavery. Reading this narrative will surely take the reader through an emotional journey. As I was reading this book, I was enraged to know about the barbarity with which slaves were treated, and at the same time, I felt a deep sense of empathy and compassion towards the victims of slavery. Now, I've read a couple of books in the past, but I've never come across one that could move me to tears. But this book was an exception to that because it's so well written that you can literally visualize the life of a slave in the plantation and what it would have been like. To show you what I'm talking about, let me read a passage from this book. So in chapter one of this book, Frederick recalls witnessing his own aunt being mercilessly whipped by her master. And the detail with which he describes the diabolic act lets us know that he was deeply traumatized as a kid after witnessing this scene. All right, so let me just read it out for you guys. I've often been awakened at the dawn of the day by the most heartrending shrieks of an own aunt of mine, whom he used to tie up to a joist and whip upon her naked back till she was literally covered with blood. No words, no tears, no prayers from his gory victim seemed to move his iron heart from its bloody purpose. The louder she screamed, the hotter he whipped, and where the blood ran fastest, there he whipped longest. He would whip her to make her scream and whip her to make her hush. And not until overcome by fatigue would he cease to swing the blood-clotted cowskin. Now that passage itself is so powerful that it says everything about slavery and how evil it was. A major turning point in Douglas's life was when he was moved from Talbot County, the place where he was born, to Baltimore when he was around seven or eight years old because that's where he met Sophia Auld, his new mistress. Now this lady, Sophia Auld, she was kind towards young Frederick and she also took interest in his education. And she started teaching him ABCs and how to spell words. But unfortunately, this didn't last for long because when her husband came to know about this, he strongly condemned Mrs. Auld for teaching Frederick how to read because he deemed it as unsafe to teach a slave how to read. And Douglas heard the entire conversation that Auld had with his wife and that was the moment of awakening in young Frederick Douglass's life. And this is how he describes it. From that moment, I understood the pathway from slavery to freedom. It was just what I wanted, and I got it at a time when I least expected it. Whilst I was saddened by the thought of losing the aid of my kind mistress, I was gladdened by the invaluable instruction which, by the merest accident, I had gained from my master. Though conscious of the difficulty of learning without a teacher, 
I set out with high hope and a fixed purpose at whatever cost of trouble to learn how to read. Another remarkable moment in this book is the battle between Frederick Douglass and this guy named Covey. Covey was this poor white farmer who used to rent slaves. And he had this reputation of breaking slaves both physically and psychologically. And Frederick Douglass was made to live with Covey for a year by his master at the time, a guy named Thomas Auld. Covey used to constantly whip Frederick Douglass and this went on for six months and by then Frederick just had it enough. The next time when Covey tried to beat Frederick, he grabbed Covey by his throat and Covey got really scared because he was not expecting it. And this fight between them, it went on for two hours. And after that day, Covey never laid a finger on Frederick Douglass. And that was also the last day for Frederick to ever getting whipped by anyone in his life. And this is what Frederick Douglass says about this incident. The battle with Mr. Covey was the turning point in my career as a slave. It rekindled the few expiring embers of freedom and revived within me a sense of my own manhood. It recalled the departed self-confidence and inspired me again with the determination to be free. It was finally on September 3rd, 1838, when Frederick Douglass escaped slavery and made his way to New York. Now, in the book, he refrains from sharing the details of his escape because in the year in which this book was published, slavery was still active and if he had revealed the details of his escape, it would probably hinder the chances of a fellow slave to escape, just like Frederick did. Even though Frederick escaped from Maryland and moved to New York, his status was still that of a fugitive slave. And it was not safe for him to prolong his stay in New York, so he moved to Massachusetts. And that's where he met Anna Murray, his future wife, and they eventually got married. After the release of this book in 1845, Frederick's identity was now public, and now he was at a greater risk of being arrested by the authorities and taken back to Maryland to serve his old master. So in order to protect himself, he once again had to leave Massachusetts, and this time he went to Britain. And it was on December 12, 1848, when Frederick Douglass was manumitted with the help of his English friends, and the amount that he paid to purchase his freedom was $711. Alright, so as a conclusion, I would say that this book is truly inspiring because it's the journey of a man who was born a slave and ended up being a statesman. And as you read this book, you will come across many parts that talk about the cruelty with which the slaves were treated and it will make you feel uncomfortable and sad. But still, I believe it's necessary to know about these things because it's a part of our history and we need to educate ourselves in this sphere as well. And I would also like to recommend this video by Chadwick Boseman in which he narrates the first chapter of this autobiography. So do check it out. And if you're interested in reading the full book, I'll drop the link down in the description to the audio version of this narrative. So if you're interested, you can download it. Alright, so that concludes the review of the narrative of the life of Frederick Douglass. I hope this video was informative and thank you for watching. And I'll be back again with another book review. Until then, bye, take care and have a great day.